0: Hello and welcome to the Natural Healthcare Network podcast. My name is Deb McLeod and I really appreciate your sitting in and listening in. This week we're going to do things a little bit differently. I'm introducing a new podcast called Cancer Talks Podcast. I'm co-hosting this with Linda Sims and Andrea Burton. They are registered nutritional therapists, and this show is our introduction to why we decided to start this new podcast. So I hope you enjoy sitting in and listening in.
1: I remember my first ever cancer client saying to me at the end of the consultation, thank you so much for not saying that you're going to cure me because I think sometimes in the world we live in there are plenty of people who can make and lay claims to curing people and that's not what we're here for, we're here to help support people who are going through cancer diagnosis.
2: Yeah, it's, it's, it still amazes me you know, how many people do not actually look at their diet and then they don't really explore if there are lifestyle changes they can make to to give themselves a better chance. So if we can spread the word, you know, we are helping so many people through, through this.
0: When my, my father was diagnosed with lung cancer when I was 15 and when he died, uh, I knew at that time that I wanted to do something to help people. And I didn't know what that was gonna be. I had no real clue, but I know also that our lives were transformed overnight. Hello and welcome to Cancer Talks. Podcast. My name is Deb McLeod, and I'm delighted that you are joining us on our very first show. The show is going to be co-hosted by three registered nutritional therapists, Linda Sims, Andrea Burton, and myself. Linda and Andrea work with people who have cancer. Linda is also a lecturer at the College of Naturopathic Medicine, and Andrea is an assistant clinical supervisor at the College of Naturopathic Medicine. And this show gives you an insight into why we decided to start this podcast. I hope you enjoy this first session as much as I did. We are here to talk about why we've started the Cancer Talk podcast, what our hopes are with it, but more so right now, we're going to address the personal reasons on why we wanted to do this. Okay, so Linda,
2: would you like to start first? So w- why why did we decide to start the podcast? Yes. I think we, we've been talking about this for a long time now. Um, I know Andrea and I started to talk about doing something um, when we did our course um our cancer nutrition course uh, possibly because we we both kind of well andrea fell into uh, supporting cancer clients as she says and and for me that was always something that i really really wanted to do and we've we both have been seeing cancer clients for quite a while and we feel that we just want to do more because there is, there are gaps, there are gaps in um, the way we, um, or the way cancer clients are seen w- within sort of NHS. And that there's a big divide between what we do and between what the NHS does. And we would love to sort of tie it together and sort of show people that there are, a lot there are a lot of things that they can do to support themselves that don't necessarily go against what their oncologists are recommending so we we work together with oncologists Um, but it's, it's about empowering them and not sort of feeling like they're just part of the system but they're also in charge of their health so I think that that's probably the the reason why we wanted to do this and the other reason is because we're really, really passionate about what we do, and we love talking to people about what they're doing. Uh, we love learning about um, sort of all new um, research that relates to cancer nutrition. So if we can put it out there and actually um, introduce people to some of these ideas, I think that that would be to benefit to everybody.
1: I think I totally agree with you, Linda. I think um, so. It- if I go right back to the very beginning, I had a most amazing cancer lecturer when I was training. Um, but I still, it wasn't something that I necessarily wanted to focus on once I'd had qualified. Um, but as Linda has, has said, it kind of chose me. And um, I think sometimes that's the way the world goes, the way it happens. And my first few clients were cancer clients and um, my stepdaughter had cancer and, um, suddenly it all seemed to (laughs) all seemed to happen and um so yeah so so I decided to go and get some extra training um and Linda uh was on the same course as me and um I now feel completely humbled every time I see one of my cancer Mm -hmm. clients because they are Mm -hmm. such strong strong people and they just want the most help they can get to support their body to be as healthy as possible whilst they're going through a cancer diagnosis or whilst they're living with cancer, because you can be as healthy as you can whilst living with cancer.
0: So can I ask you, Andrea, you went to the College of Naturopathic Medicine. Is that
1: Uh Yes, that's right. And Linda was
0: your instructor, like she was my instructor. She was. She (laughs) was. She was. She was. She's the one who started that. Her lecture on cancer is really good, very compassionate, very engaging, and um, really starts to just sort of unpick the enormity of and or the complexities, uh, the disease itself and trying to find best ways to help people support their health and well being, doesn't she? I mean, she's really good at that. Uh,
1: absolutely, and and it was it was inspirational to hear some of the stories of Linda's clients. And um, you know, it's. I remember my first ever cancer client saying to me at the end of the consultation, "Thank you so much for not saying that you are going to cure me," because I think sometimes in the world we live in. There are plenty of people who can make and lay claims to curing people, and that's not what we're here for. We're here to help support people who are going through cancer diagnosis. And um, you know, I think Linda really helped me see that. Um, and I think maybe something we'll come on to at some point in the future um, is she also helped me to see the the power of mushrooms um and how mushrooms can help but i think that's another discussion for another time
0: (laughs) if it's not if you're not going to mention mushrooms or green tea then you're not talking with linda sims (laughs) (laughs) absolutely
1: (laughs) absolutely
0: It's, it's a great addiction to have, I have to say. There's such a wonderful <laughs> <laughs> Now, I totally agree with you. I, if I go into my own personal reasons, um, I knew back when my, my father was diagnosed with lung cancer when I was 15, and when he died, uh, I knew at that time that I wanted to do something to help people and i didn't know what that was going to be i had no real clue but i know also that our lives were transformed overnight my mom i mean my and my dad my gosh you know i don't mean to negate the fact that he went in with two lungs and came out with one and that was really traumatic for him the experience that we- he went through and the anger he went through and felt like he had no choice he was Just something, an object to be prodded and poked. But from a selfish standpoint, and on the other side of the impact on the family members, we were eating not quite traditional American meals, but pretty similar. And then all of those things changed for everyone overnight. So the impact for us from a a family standpoint was huge. And then just having had my own scares with precancerous cells and my sister-in-law died from ovarian cancer and I've had very close relatives who've had cancer, it really does touch on our lives so so much that we know that it's an important thing to, to support people and find ways to help them. And these podcasts and eventually event that we're wanting to have next year that's my way of helping people. Really, is providing that mm-hmm. platform mm-hmm. and the 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 way for us to get together and talk about it to to enable people to find ways mm-hmm. to feel better. So I'm really excited that i can I can just kind of jump in and um, nose my mm-hmm. way in with you two and and be a part <laughs> of it. I think really, it, it's it sounds odd to say it's exciting, but it is exciting.
2: Yeah. No, it's 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 amazing to to have you on the team to to be the one of the three three musketeers. Um, <laughs> I, do you know, I've, I'm always amazed how um, and I, I I do ask the students, you know, who who has been touched by cancer, and everybody's hand goes up in in the classroom. So actually, for for me, um, it, it was my father-in-law's diagnosis. Mm. That kind of started my um, interest in nutrition. Actually, um, his diagnosis was the reason why I decided to study nutrition. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was—I I, I, can—I can remember actually the day when he told us that he was diagnosed with cancer because I, I was pregnant with my son. So um, I always say that my my children actually never knew Granddad without cancer and um now his his nieces and my my sister-in-law's um twins they actually never got a chance to know him but in in the statistics you know he is a cancer survivor because he lived with cancer for 11 years so he will be listed as a survivor um you know, survived over the, the, the 10 years, which which we always hear about. So um, he, he was lucky in that way that, you know, we did have 11 years with him. But of course, it, he's not here. So so none of that, none of that, the statistics just, you know, don't make up yeah. for that.
1: I know it's quite, um, I think it's quite, I think for, for me, Linda, it's sort of similar to you as my stepdaughter was doing her finals at university when she mm. was diagnosed with lymphoma mm-hmm. and, you know, she took her finals with no hair and oh. she was you know, she was only twenty one, it was quite difficult. But but what got me was her strength mm. and yeah. I never forget her standing in the kitchen saying, Well I've got cancer, I've just got to focus on getting rid of it. And part of me sort of thought that's that's the strength and confidence of youth. But actually now I see that a lot in a lot of cancer sufferers. They yeah. have this massively hidden inner strength. Um mm-hmm. You know, and I think doing these podcasts, I'm I'm for me, I'm hoping that people we'll be able to help people cut through a lot of the jargon, the technology, the press, the stuff that comes out. I mean it's the same in nutrition yeah. for, for most things. It's really hard to cut down and find the absolute real truth of what's going on. Um so I'm hoping we can do that for people, but I'm also hoping that we can help maybe um family members, mm. people are close to, such because that, you know, a lot of my clients, as I say, the cancer sufferers are very strong. Their family members are just dying inside because they can't mm. help. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Mm. They don't know what to um, do or how to say or how to act and, and their yeah. own emotional yeah. trauma going through. It. Yeah, it's true.
1: Yeah. yeah.
2: Do you know what, when, when my father-in-law was um, ill and um, he, well, always at home at that time as a stay-at-home mom and Everybody was at work, and he always waited for um, my mum in law to to go to work, and then he called me. Oh, and that's when actually he would tell me how he really is feeling, yeah, um, because he didn't want to. And he always said to me, "But don't tell, don't tell mum, don't tell, you know, don't tell uh, your husband, don't tell uh, my daughter, oh. and, you know, don't tell my kids, because he didn't want them to know that he isn't feeling." well yeah. he didn't want them to know but he needed to talk to somebody absolutely
1: yeah
2: and i think this is really important because um, as you said you know um people who are um, cancer patients they they do they really do have this inner strength but sometimes they just don't want the people around them to see how poorly they really yeah. are yeah and yeah. It, we, yeah we give them outlet to actually talk to us um yeah earnestly yeah
1: I, I think so that, and i I think that's a really good point, Linda. I have I have a client who who has said to me he he and his wife always come to see me together, and he has said to me, "I will let you know when I want it to just be you and I." Mm-hmm. And I think that's fair, really. You know, they like you say they need an outlet, and um, you know, his wife is really really struggling with his diagnosis, so he's putting on a really brave front, and he is very strong. But there are occasions when he needs it to be just the two of us so he can sort of let go.
0: And fair enough. I mean, really, because they do, it is, even though it is affecting us, affecting everyone around it, it is them. And I agree with you, having interviewed a few of Linda's clients on my other show, I've really just been wowed by the drive and determination and zest, inner zest that seems to come from it. And I think there's that sort of who cares I'm just going to do this I'm going to get on with it this is what I've had happen it's scary but they are going to grab life by everything and Mm -hmm. live it as hard as they possibly can because it is so scary Um, and having had relatives go through it I've seen them do the same thing my dad didn't my dad was just ill but I you know other people I have seen do that
1: yeah and I think it's you know, going back right back to the very beginning. And and perhaps one of the reasons for doing these podcasts is that people do want to do that. They want to get out there and grab life. They want to do everything they can to Mm -hmm. help themselves. And I think what underpins everything for me, and I know for Linda and and Deb, is that everything that we do, everything that we say is scientifically referenced and researched. Mm -hmm. And I think that's really, really important for the cancer clients to know that. Yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah, no, definitely.
0: And we'll think, I think one of the things that we've also talked about, Linda and Andrea, is that we're going to have, our objective is to have people on the show that have cancer, that currently have a diagnosis of cancer, how they're dealing with it. Some people who have had it and uh, are getting on with their lives after the effect. And we're going to have practitioners, doctors, integrative doctors coming on to talk about it as well as other healthcare practitioners that are supporting people with cancer, which I think is really exciting. And that's down to our networks of people that we know will want to come on and share their knowledge and and information with practitioners and people who are going through this right now
2: it's, it's it's very much yeah that that that's what we're planning to do and we already have a list of people so, you know some, some <laughs> fantastic guests that that we're going to have i'm really really excited <laughs> me too
1: yeah me too yeah
2: Okay, well, this is our intro session to let people know
0: what Cancer Talks podcast is going to be about, but also as a build-up to our event that we're hoping to have in May next year, May or June 2021. And I think it's going to be exciting to see who we get on and what we learn, what I learn, you know, because again, it's always about me. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, that, that That's our ultimate goal, too. Uh put on a conference um and this is a conference that will be aimed at um cancer patients um uh, so we we are hoping to have some fantastic speakers we already have a list of people who um some of them already said yes so so we're really excited but we're going to keep this until we have everything confirmed Um, so what again what we want to do is just empower because it's so so interesting to know that actually research shows that if people feel empowered as if you know matters are in their hands they actually have better outcomes.
1: Absolutely yeah yeah
2: and we, we are helping them to do just that you know that as yeah. always we said you know we don't have a cure we don't we are not claiming to to cure but what we are doing is really empowering and, and showing um, to our clients that there are things they can do to better, um, protect themselves to to you know improve their overall health to improve their immune system how it responds um to Im- improve their gut health also you know once you have gone through chemotherapy how do you recover what do you do to recover from chemotherapy because there are so many side effects and we all see you know people who or our clients who come and see us be- before their chemotherapy starts and then they start chemotherapy and This is where the real work, you know, starts for us because we we are dealing with side effects and um, we're dealing with loss of appetite. And so what what we we just want to really make this um, practical and, and, you know, give give advice for every stage of that cancer journey because there are so many stages. And I always tell my clients, you know, we start here, but this is not where we're going to end (sighs) because the the cancer journey is long and changeable and you have to be reactive
1: yeah yeah and i think it's building up to the conference is uh, i think from my side one of the main reasons to want to do a conference is to get people together yeah. because mm. um i think it's so important to have and it's difficult at the moment but that face to face contact to have a network to have yep. a community of people mm. that can help and support you when you're going through um difficult times and um, you know it's been hard over the last few months we all accept that because we've all been talking to computers <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so like yeah. um, you know <laughs> so I think you know the conference is a, is is something where we want to get people together mm. um, yeah and start that community yeah,
2: definitely I mean it's it's so so exciting for us we we, we we are constantly talking about it and we're so excited you know about the speakers and, <laughs> and I can't absolutely can't wait to um to set this in motion? Well, we just have. Yes.
0: That's what this podcast is all about. And really listening to you two talk about your reason and wanting to do it makes it more exciting to have an opportunity to reach out to people to let them know that there are other, you know, there's so many ways for them to, to support their health and that they, they aren't alone and that they can come to a gathering. They can listen to us talk with other people and with people who have it and, and other experts in the field of work. There's so many different things going on, but that gathering and being able to have that sense to be together will be magnificent, I know
2: yeah so it's it still amazes me you know how many people do not actually look at their diet and then they don't really explore if there are lifestyle changes they can make to to give themselves a better chance. Mm. so if we can yeah. spread the word, you know we we are helping so many mm. people through through this
1: yeah, and I think it's um I've done um some courses for people with cancer and it's been. Um, enlightening because their partners or their families um, have also been included in the course and actually the number of people without cancer who've said actually I feel so much better (laughs) following your nutrition (laughs) Um, so you know the nutrition plans that we put together the advice that we put together for cancer sufferers um, can be adapted for families you know for healthy living yeah
2: yeah Yeah, it's interesting that you just said that because um, you know when my father in law was ill um, he Finally, after after me insisting for quite a while, went actually to see a nutritionist. I wasn't qualified at that time. And um, I remember going to supermarket with him. And he was a chef, you know. He, he was a chef, so so he knew about food. But um, I'm putting um, things into his basket that he's never used before. <laughs> you know, all, all the sort of weird and wonderful whole foods. And um, he... The, the first first week on um on sort of the, the the different diet the new healthier improved diet uh he at that point he was losing weight he he was you know it, this this was sort of the last sort of six six months of his life um he actually put three pounds on um that first week and interestingly um my mom-in-law actually lost three pounds <laughs>
1: wow. same, same wow. diet
2: right. so, so yeah. you could see how actually the the like the nutrition works for your body in this amazing holistic way you know it it delivers what what your body needs so so that that was absolutely fascinating to Mm -hmm. watch yes yeah Yeah. okay is there anything
0: else you would like to address in this first podcast that we haven't talked about
1: right now Mm -hmm. no i think it's i think that's good
0: well we will say to the listeners to It sounds odd to watch this space, but you can hear this space. And we are looking forward to sharing them right now. Our goal is to have monthly podcasts, but that might also change depending on who we find to speak with, to talk with, and who wants to share their story up to our face to face event that we're hoping to have in the Southwest. And then after that, the podcasts will continue onwards. So if you all are happy with this, I hope will say that that was absolutely brilliant and thank you so much oh thank you fabulous lovely to chat to you. you thank you well thank you for tuning in to our first session of cancer talks i hope it will inspire you to join us on our next show we will be on all the various social media platforms and don't worry we will be sure and inform you of shows coming forward But for now, I'd like to thank you again for joining us. And here's wishing you all the very best of health. Bye for now.